You're listening to the Mom Inspired Show, episode 313 with Julia Barbara. Welcome to the Mom Inspired Show. I'm your host, Amber Sandberg, and this show is created to inspire, encourage, and add a little extra fun to your day. Hey, you guys, I'm super excited to have Julia back on the show today. If you missed the first episode I did with her, it's episode 307. So make sure to check that out after this show. We talked a lot about homeschooling, especially because she has six kids and moving from New Jersey to Florida and just family and and kids and all that kind of stuff. But we also talked a little bit about marriage because she's a marriage coach. And so we ran out of time. And so I wanted to bring her back on to do a whole episode on marriage. Um, I know that so many of us, you know, it's 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 nice to hear what a marriage coach has to say, someone who's been married for a long time, who's gone through the ups and the downs and, you know, is happy in the relationship. So I wanted her to come on just to share her thoughts and and what she deals with as a coach. And a lot of the things you would think might be about trying to fix the other person, but really it's all about ourselves and what we can do, how we can show up, trying to figure out what is not working. And so if you are wanting to up-level in your marriage, this is the perfect episode. Make sure to share this with your friends. But I hope you guys leave uh, this episode feeling inspired uh, to make some small changes to you know get your marriage on track, get it where you want it to be. Um, you deserve that. And so I hope you enjoy today's episode. Julia, thank you so much for coming back on the show today. Amber, it's such an honor to be back. All right, you guys, if you missed our first episode together, we did it. Um, it was episode 307 and we talked about homeschooling, marriage and core values. And there was just so much information that I wanted Julia to share with us on marriage because she's a marriage coach. Um, we just ran out of time. So I thought, hey, let's have her back on. And that is what we're going to be talking about today. But it's going to be very casual. We're just going to talk as if we were sitting at a coffee shop and I was just picking her brain because she is a marriage coach. Um, but I do like to start off with the icebreaker. I'm going to change it to um, to kind of go along with marriage. Um, last time I just asked, what would you tell your younger self um, if you could tell her something. And I want you to kind of focus on marriage. Like if you could go back and tell your younger self, your marriage self, um, something that you would want her to know, what, what do you think that would be? Oh, that's a great question, Amber. Thank you. I, I, you know, it's funny because when I look back at myself, I was, I was a worrier in general and, you know, I just wanted to be a good wife, but I would tell myself to be happy. And my husband's not there to make me happy, Mm. which there's more to it, but I think that's what I would tell myself. I like that. Yeah. Because I do, right? Like, especially when you're younger, mm-hmm. I think you think you're going to get married um, to be happy exactly. and that they're going to make you happy and that they're mm-hmm. going to complete you, right? Yeah. A hundred percent. And yeah. there is truth to that, of course. You yes. want to go there, but yeah. there is truth to that as far as we do with, you know, obviously we're marriage is supposed to be loving and, and joyful. And you know what I mean? There's a lot of fun moments in there. But when we go into a marriage with the expectation that this guy is going to make me happy, then we're waiting and we're like, wait, hold on a second. I'm not happy right now. It's your fault. And that's where the problems come, you know? So I think that's important to know is that each one of us is, you know, we're responsible for our own happiness. Yes. I love that. Okay. And I I do want to talk more about this, but how about you just Mm -hmm. share with us um, for the, the folks that didn't hear you on episode 307, just kind of give us, you know, a rundown, what your first and last name um, is, where you live, how many kids you have, and then um, just a little blurb about what you do, especially because we're going to be talking about marriage. And then we'll just kind of jump into the conversation. Yeah, sure. So I'm Julia Barbaro. I am married to Gino Barbaro for 24 years. Uh, We do have six children, ages 23, 20, 
oh my gosh, this is like a test for me. So they're three years <laughs> apart and they're from eight to 23. Don't make me do mental math. <laughs> I know. Just, they're always changing their ages. So it's very difficult. Five girls, five daughters, one son. Um, and we from New York originally, we live now in St. Augustine, Florida. Um, my husband has a real estate company and through that, uh, we have been helping a lot of families, a lot of couples, um, over the years we do homeschool, like you mentioned, and I became a life coach, um, some years ago, just my desire to help people. I, I wanted to be better at listening to them and talking with them and knowing how to communicate. So I became a life coach and here we are. Yeah. I love it. And, you know, so me being a life coach as well, I, but I don't focus on marriage. And so mm -hmm. that's why I wanted you to come on because, um, I just think it's great to, you know, people who've been married for a long time, but also, um, people that kind of just are passionate about that, that they want to help people in that mm -hmm. because, you know, there's just, there's something about talking to somebody who does coaching on that. You know, for me, it's weight loss. I, I'm very mm -hmm. passionate about helping moms. So, you know, you get me going and I'm just kind of like, oh, I, I just mm -hmm. love this because you want to help people. And so sure. I imagine this is what you love doing with helping mm -hmm. couples and stuff like that. Um, so how about we do this? Why don't we go into, um, some of the topics that really kind of stand out to you in regards to people coming to you for coaching, and then we'll go from there. But first I want to kind of go back to, you know, not expecting your husband to make you happy or vice versa. It would be husbands, you know, expecting their wives to, mm -hmm. to make them happy. Um, but most likely women are listening to the show. So, yeah. um, I want to, I want you to kind of share with us, why do you think it's a little bit, you know, dangerous to kind of have that expectation you know, especially when you're probably dating, you're thinking, oh my gosh, this guy is going to make my dreams come true. And this mm -hmm. is going to be so amazing. And he's my husband or he's my spouse. Like both people could be thinking this and like, isn't that their job? And like, you know, all these things that could really kind of set you up. And so uh, I'd love for you to just kind of share with us uh, your thoughts on this and kind of what is your approach on this and how you could look at it in a more healthy way? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's great. Uh, Amber, I, you know, Early on when we did get married, I fell into that trap. I have to admit that I went into, and you know, my husband is the, the most adorable Italian <laughs> Italian guy ever. You know, he's just so sweet and loving. And I did fall into that because that's what my thought was, is that you get married and you're happy and that's how you're supposed to be. And, you know, this, this, you know, you know, as my, my girls call him their prince, you know what I mean? And it Aww. is, there's some truth behind that. I yeah. want to be clear is that. Yes, of course, you're supposed to bring happiness to your spouse. Of course, you're supposed to put them first. Of course, you're supposed to do all these things. And that's not what I mean. What I mean is the day when you're not happy, the day when you don't feel satisfied, who are you blaming? Because a lot of us mm -hmm. look to our spouse and like, oh, look, it's your fault that I'm not happy. It's your fault that and we can name anything. And, and it's easy to do that. And, and a lot of people come to me, um, you know, looking for marriage advice. And it usually it's just one person. Um, and what they do is it, everything is the other person's fault. And that's where we have to stop for a second and say, okay, well, tell me what you've done. Tell me where you are right now. Like what is making you not happy right now? What is it? And sometimes they don't feel fulfilled. Sometimes they don't feel valued. And the being valued yeah. is really important because if we don't know our own value, we're waiting for someone else to show it to us or tell us we might be waiting a little bit longer, you know, oh, and yeah. we teach this to our, our children that you are valued, you're, you're worth it. You're, you're worth everything. And I think that's important. And sometimes we don't take our own advice and we don't realize that what we're worth. And so knowing that, then it's like, all right, hold on a second. I'm also responsible for how I handle 
where I am in life, you know, because we all have our ups and downs. Some some years are amazing. Some years are really difficult. Some years are depressing. I mean, we all go through these struggles through our whole life. And I think that's important because it's not always going to be great. Your marriage is not always going to, you know, I've, I've talked to people like, oh no, it's always good all the time. I'm like, okay, <laughs> you know, yeah. let's get, let's not let's get into that for a second, you know, <laughs> to pre- yeah. pretend everything's fine is, is never okay either. Um, but it's, it's, it's that self-awareness what's not making me happy? You know, if my husband comes home every day and doesn't say something nice to me, is that going to make me not happy? We have to look Mm -hmm. at that and say, okay, do I need him to say something nice for me to feel valued? What I could do and be like, listen, I just noticed you haven't said anything nice lately. Cause Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know what I mean? Like we, we make, we make so many issues so complicated. We, we put like a spin on it sometimes. And I just think to myself, I can just say something and he has no idea. Because I came up with this thing, I couldn't believe it. I, I realized that my husband doesn't know what I'm thinking. My, hu- my husband doesn't know if I'm upset. Sometimes he has no idea that he did something to hurt me. Oh, Some, yes. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so that alone is mm-hmm. huge. It's a yes. huge awareness. Like, oh my gosh, I didn't know that. I know. I, and I think too with men, you know, it, it's like they they say they're they're pretty simple. So like mm-hmm. if, if something has come up, they they pretty they probably really don't actually know they've done something. Yes, right. They're not actually trying to scheme no. away or something. Right. Yeah. And I wanted this. So, so I can't remember what word you used. It was before you were talking about feeling valued. Mm-hmm. Um, the worth, maybe worth. Maybe worth. Mm. You know, okay. Let, let me just think. Mm-hmm. So as people are married a lot longer too, you know, mm-hmm. um, time has gone on and now maybe they don't, especially the woman, the, the man might feel this way too, but again, mm-hmm. we're, we're speaking sure. on this yeah. is they don't see seen. Maybe, maybe they yes. don't feel important. It's mm-hmm. like the husband's doing other things like golf and sure. video game, whatever, whatever yeah. it may be. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then it gets to the point too, where you're kind of like, okay, do we just start doing our own thing? Because, you know, you don't want to keep riding them and being like, okay, kind of like what you're saying, like not mm-hmm. to have, all these expectations, but then it could go the complete other way. And then now you're leaving, leading completely separate lives. So how do we, how do we keep it from going like swinging the pendulum so far? And especially I think as you get older and you've been married for a long time, I do, I can see how, um, you could start doing things separately, right? Like Mm -hmm. just doing different things. Um, so any thoughts on that? Yeah. The question is, why is it getting like that? And, and I, you know, I, I've hear, you know, and you agree, I'm sure that you hear a lot of people say, oh, we just grew apart. Yeah. We're no, we're no longer in love. And we allowed that to happen. I think that's important. It's, it goes back to the responsibility piece of, I allowed it to happen. Because once we say that, now it's part partially our faults. <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah, hold on a right. second. Do you want to fix it? You have to want to fix it. You have to want a good marriage. You have to want to be a good wife. The, all of that has to be a desire of yours because if you're in it just because you're supposed to, or just cause you have to, or, you know, you made this commitment 20 years ago. And like I said, you just have to live with it. You know, that's an issue too. So we want to have a good marriage. Good marriages are amazing. I mean, it's beautiful. And, and we, we should want to have that. We should want to be fulfilled with our spouse. You know, it's, it's an incredible journey in life. Um, you know, our husbands want to be a good husband. They really do. Like we were saying before, they're simple. And we complicate some sometimes. Yeah. We complicate the issue sometimes. Right. But sometimes they don't know how to be a good husband. A lot of times we just will assume, well, they should know. And then we leave it at that. Well, they should know how to say something nice. They should know how to get me a gift. They should know all these things by now, you know. 
But a lot of them don't because we are very, very different. And I think that's important to know is that men and women are so different in every aspect, the way that they think. Everything is different. We're, we're wired so, so amazingly different, which is good. I think is amazing. I, I love it because imagine they weren't. Imagine they were like us. Oh, my yeah. gosh. <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah. But knowing that you're different, you have to talk to your husband in that way and say, listen, you know, I... I don't really like how our marriage is right now. I want to change it. I want to do something different. I want, I want to have a better, but we have to, when we say better, I want a better relationship. What does that mean exactly? And you're mm. a life coach. So you know this, when we use these broad terms, yeah. I want you to be a better husband. I want, you know, better listener, better communicator. We all, you know, what does that mean exactly? And I, and I think we have to get it down and we have to have clarity on what that means. What is not working in our marriage? What is not working right now? Maybe we had some time ago, we can think back about our early years. What did we have that we loved and what did we stop doing? You know, when we do have children, I just, I have to put this out there, especially in babies. It's really hard to put your spouse first because sometimes you can't say, okay, little baby, I just have to give time to your husband. I'll be back in a little while, you know? So really we have to be realistic at the same time. And, and a lot of times when I say the ups and downs, a lot of times those downs in the marriage are when the kids are little because it's really challenging to figure out. Like I said, there's no manual for your marriage. There's no manual for your, your family. You yes. got to figure out what's working right now. And even if you say, you know, this is what, if, when I think back to what I, I wish I would have told myself or somebody would have told me is that, you know, yes, you have a child, but you still have to put your husband, you have to at least tell him, be like, listen, I, you know, it's really challenging for me. I want to hang out with you, but the baby's crying or, you know what I mean? Right. Because yep. the communication part has to be open Yeah. and it's not always going to be perfect and that's okay. Cause that's why we learn. That's how we get wise. You yeah. Know? And I like that you even said this in regards to, especially when you've been married uh, multiple decades that you were saying some years were hard, mm-hmm. right? Like sure. some years were de- like mm-hmm. depressing. I-, I think that people like could be in a situation where maybe a year is hard and they're kind of freaking out that they're like, Oh my gosh. And especially if you mm-hmm. are around people who've not been married that long right. and then, and you have been married for a longer time mm-hmm. and then trying to compare like a, a marriage five years and less to like a 10 plus year marriage. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that you said that, and that, that happens. And because I think, but nobody talks about that, right. People don't walk around saying, yeah. So there was like a two year, a period where it was really, really bad, right? Like, right. cause if you were married for only like a couple years, I mean, that's your whole marriage. So sure. it sounds awful. And so mm-hmm. I think people think too, well, if it's been bad or it's been bad for a certain amount of time, then maybe we're not meant to be married. And, mm-hmm. you know, like other people probably aren't experiences, you know? And so, um, you know, do you, like, do you have people coming to you and thinking like, okay, I don't know if we can really actually turn this around. And, and here's the thing too. I think it's also the relationships that are not necessarily bad, mm-hmm. but they're just kind of like boring, ho-hum, right? Like it's like, <laughs> yes. meh. you're just yeah. like, meh, yeah. I don't know. Like you said earlier, they just, they just go their separate ways. They yes. do their own things. Everyone's yep. living their own. It's almost like your parallel lives, right? Yes. You come in, at the end of the day, hey, how you doing? Good. Okay. Right. And tomorrow. then it's like, how do you get your clients back into this? Like, okay, you're engaging into them. And because I would imagine it feels now uncomfortable if you've mm-hmm. been living yes. that side oh, of the 100%. life, right? Yes. Yep. So I think that's why people are like, let's just like throw in the towel because that actually feels more comfortable possibly yep. than how do you kind of 
come back when you've kind of been living a life apart, mm-hmm. even though you're together. Mm-hmm. And then you're, and then I'm thinking people are thinking, okay, if I feel this way, I don't know if I could actually turn this around. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and you know, you were talking about the babies and I totally agree, especially you're sleep deprived, the baby's screaming mm-hmm. and all these sure. things. Right. But I also think too, like in the phase of life that I'm currently in where, you know, the kids have the homework, they need help. It's mm-hmm. like, they have sports, they have um, extracurricular activities. And it's, it, it's like, you're trying to schedule all of this stuff in and you're kind of like, Oh my gosh, I just need to sit down for a second mm-hmm. and have a moment to myself, even though it's not a baby screaming, sure. it's something else going on with the kids, um, and a different phase of life. Um, so with that said, what do you, what do you tell your clients when they kind of feel like, you know, there's nothing horrible. Um, there's nothing like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe this happened, but it just is like, is this what, is, is this going to be our life, right? Like right. this is it for the rest of our lives. And, and they just are like, and I don't know if I can get it back. Mm. Well, the question I would ask is, is how important is your marriage? How important is your spouse? And I would let them answer that because yeah. that's a hard question to answer. If, if you're putting everything else in the world first, I mean, I'm talking sports, running around right. parties, anything, you know, golf, whatever it is, is that more important than your spouse? And I would wait for that answer because when we're asked a simple, simple question like that, you have to decide what is important. And a lot of us will just say, oh, of course, my husband's more important. I'm like, well, show me how. How are you putting him? How are you putting him before anything else? Tell me. And then they would be like, well, you know, and then they, you know, a lot of times we talk around it. <laughs> right. <laughs> they go, yeah. This is what I feel like. I'm like, feelings are great and all. But tell me what you're actually doing. What are you saying? What are your your actions? I want to hear what they are. And then we realize a lot of the times that we don't put them first. The reality comes out because maybe the sports come first, the kids, you know, soccer games or whatever, maybe it's the weekends. And and the question I always have to ask, and this is for myself as well, is what is what are my values, mm. especially in marriage? What are my values in marriage? If my marriage is really that important, and I want to keep it together because, you know, of course I love my spouse. I love my husband. I want, I want this. And my kids are getting older and soon they're going to be out of the house and it's going to be the two of us. What do I want? How important is our marriage? Do I really want this to work? And hopefully the, the answer is yes. Okay. Now what are you going to do about it? What are you going to get rid of in your life? What are you going to say no to and say yes to your husband instead? Like, what would that look like? You know, because if we, if that's really true that we want to put our spouse first and we want our marriage to blossom and, you know, become better than it ever has been, because I promise you, I've been there. I've been there where I'm like, is this really what life is? Is this how marriage is? Is this how, you know, and I'm thinking, how is it going to be when we get older? And oh my gosh, it's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. Like I have a best friend to, to just hang out with at home sometimes and we do a podcast together and it just, and I think to myself, oh my gosh, if I didn't do certain things in my life and change it, like I don't even want to know where it would have been. It's been very lonely. And so I, I just, I'm just telling you out there that it is worth it. It is worth to take the step. It is worth to ask the question, how important is my husband and what am I willing to give up for him? Do you feel like you can achieve so much in life but your weight loss? 
Maybe you feel like you're stuck and you want to leave counting calories and dieting behind. Or maybe you find yourself spending so much energy thinking about how to lose weight, what to eat, and even can you keep this off if you get to goal? I know for me, that was the case before 2019 when I lost over 50 pounds and I kept it off. And I want to help you lose weight the way that I did it. I want to help you figure out why is the weight a symptom for something else going on in your life? Because did you know that the weight gain is not usually based off of hunger issues? It's usually because you're not fulfilled in other areas of your life. So we go for food because it's a quick dopamine hit or a quick fix. So if you want to figure out how to live life without worrying about going to a party or going on vacation or staying in other people's homes without gaining weight, then this session is for you. How it works is you jump on a 30-minute coaching session with me. We come up with a plan right then and there so you can implement it the moment we get off our Zoom call. If you decide that you want to work that plan with me and have that weekly accountability for several months and dive deep to figure out what is really holding you back, we can do that too. But there is no pressure to do that. If you just want to jump on and chat with me and get your plan, that is a-okay. These mini coaching sessions are my way to give back to you guys. So I hope you take advantage of it. So if you're interested in more details, you can DM me at mominspiredliving. Or if you know this is something you really have been wanting to do, but you've just been sitting on the fence, go to mominspiredshow.com forward slash coaching and grab a day and time that works for you. If you can't find a day or time that works for you, you can email me at amber at mominspiredshow.com or message me at mominspiredliving, whatever works best for you. This will all be in the show notes so that if you forget what I just said, go to the show notes and you'll get all that information. I can't wait to chat. Now let's get back to the show. Yeah, I love that. And so here's my question, Julia, have you ever been in a a place that you kind of were like, okay, I definitely am not putting him first. I realize Mm -hmm. this and I feel very far away from that. And it feels kind of painful or Mm -hmm. awkward or uncomfortable to try to get it back. Oh, the uncomfortable part. Yeah. 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 And then, and then how did you do that? Like, yeah, the comfortable, it's interesting. It's amazing. Actually, the word comfortable, because (laughs) we, we can be in a really bad relationship. And this is like, just, I'm thinking about just, you know, watching people in my life be in bad areas, bad relationships, bad friendships, and they rather stay there Mm -hmm. because they're comfortable. They know what it looks like. They know how it is. Sure. Then take a step out of it Mm because that's all unknown. Take be brave and take a step. If it's uncomfortable to go to your husband and be like, listen, I want to do something about this. I want to, let's do, you know, even the book, I don't know if I mentioned it to you, but the five love languages, it's a Mm -hmm. simple book. We had him on our podcast on the Julian Gino show. He's Mm -hmm. super amazing. Dr. Chapman. It's basic stuff. And my husband was on with him and he's like, so what do you tell the guys out there that won't read the book? And Dr. Chapman's like, just read the first page. That's what I tell men. Just read the first page. If you like what you, if you like what you hear, then read the next page, Mm. you know, simple, 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 little by little start, be uncomfortable, be uncomfortable because it's worth it. And I think that's important because take a step out. I mean, we've all, you know, I I know a lot of your your listeners are moms and Mm -hmm. wives and you've done amazing things already. This man that lives with you wants the same thing that you do. I promise you. Mm. He just doesn't know how to explain it. Maybe he doesn't know what to do. And and just take the step out of your comfort zone and just say, listen, let's do something different. I want this marriage to be amazing. You know, yeah. whether it's be listen to a podcast together. I mean, just basic stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Be uncomfortable. I, it's okay. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, and how long do you feel like it would take, I feel like I say this, I mean, obviously you can't give us an exact formula, but I do think people may 
give up too quickly. Like mm-hmm. they may be like, oh, okay, so I did that for two weeks and it still feels uncomfortable, sure. but y- you, they could be living like this for six years. Right. Like, right, so, sure. so, I mean, if you were trying to coach somebody through this, mm-hmm. like what suggestions do you have when you are trying to turn it around and you may actually go backwards a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Like you may go forward, you may go back and, and they could take that backwards as this isn't working. Sure. Yeah. One of the things that we do usually talk about early on is the communication part. And one of the communication parts is awareness. And when I say awareness, I'm talking like, just watch your husband. (laughs) Just watch him, whether he's playing with the kids or whatever he does. And watch him almost like for the first time or maybe for the first time in a long time. If he's playing with the kids, Mm. you know, notice something sweet about him. Notice something nice about him. And then later on that day or even right after or during whenever you want, just say, hey, I just want to tell you, I was watching you play with the kids. And I, you know, it was just really beautiful. I just wanted you to know that. Like something like that, because our husbands want to be noticed by us. They want to be just like we do. Right. You know, it's always about us. So do I look good? Do I, you like my dress? They want that too. You know what I mean? And so if we're, if we stopped all that communication and we're waiting for it and we're irritated, you know, they stop saying things, they stop hearing me, they stop listening. And, you know, we talked about this before the show, that communication is usually the first thing we talk about. But it's because a lot of us, you know, we, we talk amongst each other too. my husband stopped doing this and, you know, we're complaining a little bit. But what are you doing as the wife? How are you communicating? How are you doing something nice to your husband? Because you can only control that. We can't control what our husband does, but we can control how, what we do. And so if we want a little gift here and there, go get him something. Say, hey, I just thought of you. I wanted you to have this. You know, if, he, if we see something nice, give him a compliment. You know, I think sometimes we wait for the other person to make this the first move, you know, and we wait for years and we're like, see, it's it's not working. He doesn't, he's not interested in me. He's not, you know, you take the first step, you know, even if it's a subtle little thing, I promise you the little things to men are huge. We don't even realize how big they are. So just say something. Yes. When I was thinking about you saying like, watch them and and kind of like say, kind of like something that stands out. Now, if they haven't been doing that for a long time, that may feel very hard for them, right? Like to be like, yeah. and now I'm going to say something that yes. is very different than what is normal. And right. then and then the spouse could be like, what is happening? Like, why mm-hmm. are you saying this, right? Yeah. So when people feel that kind of like, oh, this is going to feel awkward, right? Or it's sure. going to feel not normal. Mm-hmm. What do you tell them to kind of <laughs> be like, especially if, if the husband's like, why are, why are you telling me this? Right. Like, <laughs> why are you watching yeah, wh- me? <laughs> what's happening? Yeah. Yeah. You never talk to me yeah. like this. Right. Right. So what is your suggest suggestions for them so that they don't stop doing it? Yeah. I, you know, first of all, I think it's important to know is little by little, you know, we're, we're not ready to just sit, we, which can happen. This is going to happen. <laughs> you can be sit down with your husband and be like, I want to change. I want this to be amazing. What are we going to do about it? You could take that approach and my gosh, things have happened like that. I've heard amazing things happen like that. Or you can take that little by little approach. When I say sometimes just watch them for a little while, notice them differently. Because when we notice our spouses, and, and I, this is me, this is just me talking, but when I notice my husband or you know, even men in my life that I know, I, you can see the little boy in them and it kind of mm. softens your heart a little bit. Yeah. And so then all of a sudden you're a little nicer to them. You know, so you can, <laughs> you can go really slow like that. Just pay attention to them. Don't talk, hear, hear them out maybe differently. If you're a talker, cause a lot of us talk, 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 and we don't really listen. Yeah. 
And um, the guy we, can't even keep up. They're yeah, like, oh my exactly. gosh, like you lost yes. me five topics ago. Right. So <laughs> that's a big, that's a big one for us too, is when your husbands are talking to us, actually just listen and, and stop and don't interrupt. Don't be on the phone. Don't talk to the kids at the same time. And it all goes back to the respect of that person. And this is not mm-hmm. just in marriage as anyone. When we're, when someone's talking to us, how are we responding to them? How are we listening to them? Are we looking in their eye? Are we not distracted? Are we, you know, fidgeting around waiting for them to talk? Cause our mannerisms show a lot, mm-hmm. you know, are we rolling our eyes? All of this is so important. Like what is our reaction to what they're saying? Because a lot of times when our husband comes to us and they do want to come to us, I promise you, but sometimes they're afraid because our reaction is so it can be so big, you know? Yeah. And so they might be afraid to tell us things. And so maybe over the years, they've stopped saying things to us. And if that's the case, and I've said this to my husband many times, because I do mess up quite often. I'm like, listen, when you bring that subject up again, I'm going to react better, I promise. And then <laughs> the next like time that. I'll yeah. react better. So yeah. that open communication yeah, is that's there. that's really good. Yeah. Our husbands don't know what we're thinking. They don't understand when we're mad. Mm. They don't, I promise you. And it's okay to say, listen, I'm just going through a hard time. Just give me a, give me a little while. I need mm. to figure this out. Yeah. That's what they need to hear. Yeah. They don't need to hear, you know, us complaining and everything, but they do need to hear that we're thinking of them. They do need to hear that we want our marriage to work. Like we said, they're simple. They want yeah. simple things. Right. They want to be a good husband, but they might not know how. Mm. And not in a naggy way, but we could, we could say, listen, I, you know, I remember years ago, you used to do something nice for me, whatever it is, you know, you can think back in your early years of even dating and say, remember you used to do that? I would love that. If you started doing that, that meant so much to me. They don't Mm. know that. Yeah, (laughs) They don't know it. That's true. So a lot of things are just, they're easy fixes, which is crazy, but we're too, like you said, afraid to say anything Yeah, because we're so comfortable where we are, Mm. you know, take a step. It's all worth it. Would you say that like you felt like you had to, well, I know you said there has been mm-hmm. years. So like, if you can imagine the most recent of those years and that you had to do your best, obviously he had to do his part, but we'll focus on you since mm-hmm. you're the one on the call. Sure. Um, what, what helped you and like what, and, and maybe like how long it took before you felt like you were kind of in that groove of like, okay okay, this is feeling good. This is feeling better. And I like him again. And, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, I actually want to be with him or be his friend, Mm -hmm. right? Like you actually are liking them versus just like, well, I love you, but uh, Mm -hmm. I don't know how much I like you right now. You know what I mean? Like getting you out of that mode. Um, and just enjoying each other again. Like how, like, can you give us a time frame that like you experienced that and then what you kind of had to do consistently to kind of get back yeah. Uh, this is, it, I'm going to tell you it's ongoing. It's not, it's not, right. a, yeah. I, I feel right. like it's not a one time. Oh, yeah. sometimes it's worse than others. Um, but True. I think, I think what we said in the beginning was, was part of it is knowing my worth, um, knowing that, um, that I want him to love me. I want him all of that, but I am lovable. You know what I mean? And it's almost like it's it, that, that actually falls on me. A lot of times when I you know, said in the beginning, we're, we're, we're upset because our husband didn't make us happy. And so it's their fault. And, and if we take the blame off of the other person and focus it on ourselves, that's when actually it helped me the most. Because I'm like, all right, God made me for some reason, some purpose. You know, he loves me. That's good enough for me. <laughs> I actually said that once and I just <laughs> went on with my day. I'm like, oh, that was good. <laughs> I could do that. <laughs> because I don't, 
I, I, when we're waiting for that other person to make us happy, we're going to be waiting for quite some time. And sometimes they do make us happy. And I don't mean, I don't, I, I don't want to take away from that because some guys are always trying to please us. And for some reason we're never happy with it. And there's something to that as well. And it's what I'm talking about is that we have to be happy. We have to say, I decide to be happy. And then therefore I also want a good marriage. Mm. So I have to go into it. You know, it, a lot of times over years and I'm, um, what happens is we also get very resentful. And so that's, I think what you're talking about is right. we don't want to, we don't want to fix it. We don't want it. We don't want to be the first one to, to stake the step because we're, we're resenting a lot of things that maybe have happened or just not have happened, you know, lack of, lack of communication lack of everything. And so we, we, we don't want it because we feel like, oh, they don't deserve me. They don't deserve a happy marriage, but we do, but we deserve it. They do. So do we. And so we're actually doing, we're not doing any kind of, we're doing ourselves a disservice by not doing it. Yeah. Because we're missing out too. Right. Remember, yeah. remember that. And so the, the bitterness, if we have any, or the resentment, we have to figure out what caused that. Where is that coming from? And, you know, we can, we can journal it. We can, when we, when I say talk to people, this is important is a lot of times we choose the wrong people to talk to. Mm, yes. <laughs> we, we, choose, we choose the wrong women to talk to about marriage. Yeah. Yeah, if you really have to know who you're, who you're, huh, yeah, gosh, yeah, I mean, it could go, it actually to. could get worse, to be honest. Yes. Yeah. Think you about have to be someone in your life that mm -hmm. you're close with that actually is very respectful to their husband. Yes. Yeah. Because that's who you're going to talk to. You're not going to talk to, you know, if it's your mom who, you know. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. You know no, what I mean? Don't do that. Yeah. That's super important. It might yeah. be someone you've never talked to before about yeah. this. Right. So and it's super okay. neutral. Right. Yeah. Well, and that's where I think, that's where I also think it, it is helpful for coaching. You know, I think about that with me and, and helping women. It's like, mm -hmm. it's an outside perspective. Yeah. I, I'm not in their lives. So they don't have to worry about right. me, you know, seeing me at a party next weekend. Yes. Right. Same with mm -hmm. you. It's like, yeah, you don't know them like outside of that. And it's like, you can be very neutral with them mm -hmm. and just kind of help them along. So yeah, yeah. I agree. No, super important. Yes. And, and you know, it's, 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 it's one of those things where, again, you have to decide this is what I want and I'm going to do it mm. little by little yep. or go big, <laughs> whatever yeah. you want. Yeah. You will see an improvement. I promise you. It might not be a huge improvement at first, but it will be something. And I want to be clear because there's always something. If you take a step towards your husband, you know, even when you walk by him, put your hands on his shoulders and give him a back rub. I, I always tell mm. people that that alone will do something. Because your yeah. your husband would be like, oh, did you notice me? I didn't. Okay, yeah, you know, yeah, right. Maybe you haven't done that before. You don't mm. have to. Sometimes you don't have to say anything yet. Yeah, you just it's your actions that that show something. You know, send him a text if you're not. You know, I, I get it. I, some people are just not comfortable yet. Send him a text, something mm. like you know, just I'm thinking of you. Just want you yeah. to know. I like that. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. You know, you can start without actual verbal words yet. You yeah, know, that's perfect. Yeah. Well, we're, we're closing in on 30 minutes. And so I just wanted to, you know, before we actually end the episode, is there anything else you wanted to add that maybe we didn't touch on that you would like to tell everyone? Yeah, I, I just, you know, the, the big question is what kind of marriage do you want? Um, we can get that if we put the effort into it. And this is like everything with, you know, in life is that if we want something so badly, we have to figure out a plan. So what's not going right in your marriage? Write it down, decide what it is, and decide what you're going to do about it. 
if it's communication, what's not right about the communication. And I'm talking about only on our side, only on your side, actually listening to this. What are you not doing? And I'm not talking about your husband because we're working on ourselves. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so on our side, how are we not communicating properly? How are we not listening? How can we be a better speaker to them? How, you know, maybe we have to get clarity before we speak. Yeah. How is my reaction when my husband says something to me? All of these, even what is my reaction when it comes in the door from work? What is my reaction? Do I just sit there on the phone or do mm. I actually get up and say, hello, you know, good yeah. to give him a kiss. Right. That's a big deal too. So that's the first awareness. Be aware of how you are around him, even your thoughts. You can write it all down, but just pay attention to that. And then you'll have an idea of where you're start, what you're starting with. Because a lot of times we don't, we don't know what to start with. And yeah. that's one of them is, is awareness of how you are around him. Thoughts, actions, For sure. yep. words, everything. Mm-hmm. And then come up with a plan. Here's how I want to be better. I want to be a better listener. I don't want to be on the phone. I don't want to talk to the kids with my husband, you know, actually come up with a plan and then take steps to do it. Yes. Yeah. You know, it kind of makes me think about this with my clients and and what I did to lose weight is, you know, I would make a plan and Mm -hmm. then I would assess it and you could easily do that. Like, it's kind of like you're planning out like (laughs) kind of how you want to show up. Right. And then at the end of the day, you can assess, did that actually work? How did it go? Great. Right. So you can kind of keep track and then take notes. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I think some people just um, underestimate like planning on on anything like from food to Mm -hmm. this, right? Like, isn't that um, amazing? It's it just, all the same. Right. Well, because it builds the intent <laughs> sure. of the day, right? Yeah. And even if you don't hit it, it's like, but then you realize when you look back, you're like, oh, okay. So I kind of need, because if you're not getting the result, you can then look back and go, okay, I can see why yes. I was doing this. Or exactly. like, say, you know, he irritated you and you're like, oh, there went that plan of me mm-hmm. giving him a kiss. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, if, it's like you write it down because otherwise it all just gets... It, it all just gets washed away in the day and you can't remember right. what happened. It's like saying to you, well, what did you eat four days ago? You're oh, like, 100%. I don't know what I ate four days exactly. ago. And you, you need know? to map it out that day. Yeah. Sure. Right. As you go. Yes. Sometimes You're like, yeah. oh, I ate that bag of chips because I mm-hmm. was really frustrated. Sure. No, I <laughs> yeah. agree with you. Yeah. yeah. So no, I think that's I, really great what you're saying. Yeah. Good. And then the, even that resentment or that forgiveness is all in a progress. It's an ongoing progress. If there's something, if our husband irritates us, we have to say, what about it irritated me? Mm. Yes. Is, did they something? Did they say something that was true that I need to work on? Because that's a hard one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I love it. No, yeah. this was good. This was good. Oh, good. Well, Julia, how about you just share with us where everyone can find you if they're interested in marriage coaching, and then I will also put that in the show notes. Sure. You can always email me at juliabarbaro at gmail dot com, and visit our page is juliaandgino dot com. You can see some of our kids' books. Um, we're going to have. We have Personal Finance Academy there, and you can always contact me Facebook. I have a personal Facebook page, Julia Barbaro. Awesome. Well, Julia, thank you so much for coming back on the show today. Oh, thanks so much, Amber, for having me. Thank you for listening to today's episode. To learn more on how to work with me, go to mominspiredshow.com forward slash coaching. See you there. 